Welcome to Rock Salad Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, the Executive Director of Rock Salad Families. And I'm Merle Hutchinson, President of Rock Salad Families. And we are excited to have you join us as we talk all things faith, family, and fitness. A special thanks to Maxwell Construction and Mansfield Insurance Agency for their support of Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community one family at a time. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. Hey, this is Merle Hutchinson, and I'm being joined by my lovely Miss Linda Hutchinson. Hi, Linda. How are you? Oh, I'm doing mighty fine. <laughs> Why do you have such a silly grin oh, on your face? Well, the same grin is on your face. And oh, that is yeah. Because after, and I was trying to do the math, it's sometime, somewhere around 17 weeks, so 140 days, something like that, we have been on a spring break that has never ended and so <laughs> who would ever think that they'd want a spring break to end <laughs> cow so we are excited that our kiddos at least in southeast indiana are back to school yeah we now cannot be more yeah excited. so as we record this we're trying to wrap up our first week of school mm. which is really just about three or so days and so we're just praying that oh, the weeks keep Lord. going and so you, the last the, the worst news would be one of the kids coming home or something mm. comes across the message board of saying we are closing <laughs> yeah that yeah. would not be cool at this I'm point. preparing myself for it but I I have prayed over the school year our teachers our students yeah. we, we had an awesome prayer event and it was just an awesome time for the community to come together and just put their face in faith into action. And so um, I, I believe God is going to um, keep our kiddos in school because honestly, hon, for their mental health, they need to be in school and yeah. they need to be around other kids and their teachers and community. So, Well, hon, I just want to thank you because of the two of us, you are our prayer warrior. Uh, that is definitely, you even have a little prayer board yeah. right next to your little... Uh, Did you see I updated it just the other day? Yeah, I don't, I don't usually look at it. I feel mm -hmm. like it's kind of a private thing. And so but you are a prayer warrior in our home, and uh, you, it was laid on your heart that we really do need to kind of bathe our community and our kids and stuff um, in some prayer, especially during this start. And you took the ball and you ran with it. And so, um, you know, thanks for letting God talk to you and you responding. Yeah. So Lift 7 Up was a big hit. And, you know, I think the cool thing, hun, is... Um, it doesn't have to be just in our community. No. You know? I mean, we really need to be active as Christians yeah. about praying for what is really uh, in a lot of uh, neighborhoods. It's kind of the core. It's the hub yeah. of that neighborhood. And in our area, our schools are the hub. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and Satan tried his best to throw up roadblocks and, and shut that idea down. And I really felt like the Lord was telling us it's time to gather. It's safely, of course. And people were very respectful with their masks and social distancing. Yeah. We were outside in a parking lot of Bright Church. But hun, even even Satan tried to keep you away and, and you know, you had an emergency board meeting at the pregnancy center that you had to do and, and so you couldn't even be there, but it was kind of like, we're not letting that stop us. We're yeah. going to continue just to move forward with what God is laid on our hearts and and it did it was an awesome event and i i think that there's many more lift seven up events to come so um yeah we're hoping that our communities just pray and lift up this new school year to the lord and put it in his hands yeah so good stuff all right so Today, we are going to at least kind of uh, introduce our topic, and then we'll do some of our other homework stuff. But today, we're going to talk about marriage. We're going to have a marriage topic today. And I think, uh, 
you know, um, even though we do the podcasting and blogging and stuff, um, a lot of our listeners may not realize that we spend a big bulk of our time actually doing marriage and family um, coaching. And so, um, and it is always kind of interesting, and I don't know, just over time, you and I, we seem to have themes that come into mm, our office, yeah. right? You have Recurring themes like, themes. Why, why for the last two weeks have <laughs> I had like four couples that yep. have this issue going on, all right? And so I, I don't know exactly how that works, or maybe I'm just more sensitive to a particular topic when it seems to be arising. But one of the things that, that um, I, is going to be kind of the basis of this show, and just kind of hear me out, so we're not going to get into deep theology or anything like that, but this idea of... Um, just counting rights and wrongs mm. and do's and don'ts and is it fair and is it equal and just measuring each other constantly. And, and I looked at uh, one of our couples the other day and I said, I feel like you guys like have an Old Testament marriage, mm. you know, and they looked at me like, what, <laughs> what, what is, is that? Yeah, what are you <laughs> talking about? And I'm like, well, you know, you're all about the law. You're all about whether you're, mm. the, whether you're doing everything perfectly. And when one doesn't do it perfectly, then we got to measure it. And then we got to mm. like have a fine for it and a penalty and we got to hold each other hostage until it's paid. And it's like, that's Old Testament kind of thinking. Mm. And thank God um, that the New Testament came in where uh, we finally recognized we're not going to be able to follow the law mm. perfectly. We're never going to measure it's up. It's not going to measure up. And so we're going to just talk about that in terms of how that pertains to the marriage today. And I think you might be shocked, hon. You and I get stuck into Old Testament marriage stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it's not about like how perfect we are because we even screw up the idea of showing each other grace. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, that's going to be kind of our deal today. Yeah. And hun, before we go any further, if you're listening to this and you're not married or you were married, honestly, this is an old Testament way of thinking about life. And, and honestly, this is how I used to live my life as a believer. And so this was enlightening to me when I really understood the whole concept of grace and the the desire to serve him. I'm never going to measure up. Yeah. And what does God do with that? And so I hope you'll listen regardless of your age or if you're married or not. Um, there's some really important things I think we all need to learn. Uh, and to not get this off subject, but I think it can be uh, just spread through so many other things, even outside of the marriage, even with raising our kids. Parenting, As parents, yeah, absolutely. We really get trapped into whether our kids are doing everything right or rules. following the yep. rules. Yep. And, you know, that, again, we're going to go through this conversation. This is not about not having rules, mm -hmm. but it is about understanding the balance. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so... Anyway, we're going to have some great conversation, and we're going to uh, hopefully work through and make our marriages a little bit better today. So yeah. before we go any farther, hun, how about running an ad for us? Yeah, we need to pay some bills. We first want to thank Mansfield Insurance Agency. They have built the reputation and business on listening and caring and protecting their customers. Mansfield Insurance Agency began in 1981 by Jim Mansfield and is dedicated to serving individuals and businesses in Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. So if you have any kind of insurance need, call Mansfield at 1-800-230-3927. All right. And so we also want to thank Maxwell Construction for being a proud sponsor of Rock Solid Radio. Maxwell Construction was founded in 1988 by John Maxwell. And since that time, they have grown and expanded to become among the most recognized construction companies in the tri-state area. What separates Maxwell Construction apart from their competition is their emphasis on being service-oriented to help meet the individual needs of their clients. So, whether it's a school, hospital, restaurant, or apartment building, 
call Maxwell Construction at 812-537-2200. Yeah. And you were talking about doing marriage and family coaching. And um, just a reminder out there, if you're listening, that we do have an office in St. Leon, Indiana. But we really, thanks to the World Wide Web and, and uh, the Internet, we have the ability to really coach and help folks no matter where you live. We are Zooming. We are Zooming. We are Zooming. And, um Honestly, hun, I was just going to tell you the last couple months, we have seen a huge uptick of people reaching out and people who are just feeling hopeless and yeah. overwhelmed and looking for help. And so um, some of them are emailing and texting and calling and, um, you know, reaching out and messenger. And, and it's crazy. Just, I mean, yesterday, hun, we had five new clients that reached out to us yeah. in one day. And so, um, not to mention our caseload. I mean, we don't have a secretary, but we're getting yeah, close. We're to getting close. To, yeah. You know, but the caseload already of those that we continue to see month by month. So please let us know if we can help you. Um, but be patient if you call or message us. Um, we are in session a lot of times, so we can't answer the phone right away, but we will get back with you as soon as we can and uh, see what your needs are. Yeah, our number is 812-576-7625. So mm-hmm. uh, give us a call. You can yeah. also reach out on our website at rocksolidfamilies.org. There's places to ask questions there, mm-hmm. see what we're up to. Uh, there's always little tidbits of information in there, so please uh, explore that. Yeah. Okay, Hunt, let's... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about uh, what we're what we're getting into in terms of um, the Old Testament sort of thinking or the rights and wrongs, the do's and don'ts in our marriage. Okay, yeah. and, and I, just to give a little background without getting all silly and crazy, you know, why did we uh, why do we have laws? Well, I, I mean, back in Old Testament time, uh, as the numbers began to grow under Moses's watch. Uh, we also started to see people just do what people do, becoming mm. selfish, becoming somewhat mean, becoming nasty, uh, basically seeking their own fleshly desire. That kind of sounds like us today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and Moses is about ready to pull his hair out, and he's like wondering what the heck. And so finally, he gets uh, from on high the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. okay? Now, what's interesting about the Ten Commandments is that they're really pretty broad-based and very clean and simple, mm-hmm. okay? By the time the end of the Old Testament is written, we have over 630 rules, laws, or commandments. Mm-hmm. And I, the, here's why this is important. Every time, by our human nature, we have a rule. What do we like to do with mm, it? Yeah, we want to take it to the limit, right? Yeah, take we want to line. bend it. We yeah. want to tweak it. We want to look for a loophole in it. We want to stretch it. And so that does not change. To this day, I don't even want to know how many laws and rules oh there goodness. are across this world. Yeah. Okay? Because that's why we have legislative branches of government, mm-hmm. because times change and we have to say, okay, well, the basic idea was you don't steal, but now let's talk about all the other ways that you could steal. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and so it gets to be just crazy mm-hmm. and you can't keep up with it. And so constantly you're developing entire police forces <laughs> to help manage it, your, yeah. uh, legal systems and judges. And finally, New Testament came. Yeah. All right. Can you explain just a little bit to our listeners why that was so important? Yeah. I mean, and let's be clear, rules are not bad. Um, We need them to help us know and understand how to navigate in society. But there's always a problem. And that's that 
we keep breaking the rules that we never measure up. We always, um, we fall, we fail. And so we're never going to be good enough. And so it was almost as if God was setting us up for the understanding that we would not measure up and we were not enough on our own. And that's where Jesus came in. And Mm -hmm. Jesus came to say, I'm going to fill in the gaps. I'm going to be the one that is enough. Not you. You never will be. But I am enough. And so put your trust in me. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that no one gets to the Father except through me. And so his point is there in the New Testament is that um, he covers it for us. Yeah. He, he takes our place. You, you don't, um, you're not going to have enough money to pay all your fines yes. for all the rules you yeah. break, right? You're not yeah. going to be able to serve enough days in prison or confinement yeah. to pay it back uh, because yeah. it just keeps growing and growing. And it can get so minuscule, right? Like, oh yeah. my gosh, so now I've got a fine for this and a fine for that. Yeah. And it gets to be overwhelming. And that's why, hey, let's cover yeah. this once and for all. Yeah. Um, I, when I was in the seminary, I took one of my favorite classes by Dr. Jack Cottrell. And if he's listening, Dr. Cottrell, I appreciate you and just your explanation of this because I still remember it to the day. But the class was called The Doctrine of Grace. Yeah. So he was explaining to us about the Old Testament way of living and the laws and the rules that we can never measure up and we would always fall short. And then the New Testament way of living of grace. And he said it like this, is if we had gone to the judge and we were broke a law and he lo- the judge looks at us and says, you are guilty. Mm-hmm. But it's ju- you're justified by faith. And so he's saying it's just as if you didn't break the law. Right. And it was literally like, I'm going to pay the penalty for you. It's not that you're not guilty. You right. did break the law. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the laws come in. Like you do need to follow the right way. But he's saying that I take your place of your punishment. I am... T- I am filling the gap in for you. And that's Jesus. Which is so important because it allows us to get back out on the field and keep playing. Yes. Versus being restricted and confined by the bondage of our troubles. Right, right. Okay. And so so we're going to take this into the marriage. And Mm -hmm. and again, why uh, the theme comes up, I don't know. But like I've said, I've got multiple couples coming in and they're just beating each other up Mm -hmm. on whether they are actually measuring up. Yeah. Okay. And, And it just... I felt like, you know what? I think a lot of folks need to hear this. <laughs> yeah. A lot of marriages need to well, hear this. And, and you're kind of saying what I say a lot in a different way is take your spouse off the pedestal. He's not, she's not the one to be worshipped. She can't measure up. He can't measure up. So don't put them in that position of perfection or in a, and there's some people out there listening like, oh, my, my spouse ain't perfect. That's for sure. But we, we well, treat them. Is, huh? Well, yours is, Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. You know, but we treat them that way or <laughs> yeah. we expect them to be that way. They're not. They're going to forget the milk, as I've said before, you know. And so why are you going to crucify them every time they fail you? Yeah, they're never going to be able to survive. So so a few little things um, about like, okay, well, how how bogged down is my marriage uh, into this way of thinking? Okay. And here's some just quick little checks, you know, to see, wow, do we Old need... Old Testament way of thinking. Old, old yeah. way. They're like, okay, is, is my, am I, my thinking pattern, am I kind of stuck? Yeah. In this way. Um, do you and your spouse find each other frequently upset with each other? Mm. Is it frequently, okay? Like, not, not like uh, once every yeah. now and then, but like, man, there's always tension. There's yeah. always tension. Do you, do you look for them to mess up? Oh, man. Like, are you trying to 
catch them. I can't wait for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep, there's your shoes that you left them out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Oh, you did forget the milk. Wait, waiting for them to screw up so that we can say, I yeah. told you so yeah. or I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about this? How about um, quick with a harsh word back at them, mm -hmm. like being snippy or, or sharp with them, okay? Mm -hmm. Or or even worse, we see a lot of times, how about this? The silent treatment. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what? I'm ticked off. I'm yeah. not going to say anything. Yeah. That way I'll I'm hold punish you. you. Yeah, I'm going to hold yeah. you hostage yeah. Yeah. by being out of relationship yeah. with me. Speaking of holding hostage, sometimes, son, we do that with sex in marriage, of mm -hmm. course. And so if we're upset with our spouse, <laughs> we are, um, we're just not going to give you what you want. Yeah, yeah, and, and we find that a lot. That that uh, the it is because it's a tangible, mm -hmm. right? It's something right. that we can actually uh, feel and and participate oh, easy in. Easy now. Well, <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's a different topic. But but that whole idea that um, you know what I'm not going to mm -hmm. give and share that to you right now right. because I'm going to hold you hostage. Yeah. How about this? Hun? This is a term that we've been um, you and I have talked about this for years. When you hear phrases 50-50. Right, yeah. Like, this is the line, and I'm not going to cross it. I'm not going to do your job of taking the garbage out because that's your job. Um, you you know, you're not going to do the dishes because that's my job. And so we can't we can't use that thought of 50-50. We have to go in 100%, 100%. Are we always going to be able to give 100%? No. But the goal has got to be I'm giving everything I've got. Mm -hmm. I'm not holding back. And, and that's where the marriage starts to work and to really bloom. Yeah. How about this? This is one that we see a lot. Um, are you a stickler for being right or mm. getting the last word? Are Ooh. you a stickler for trying to prove your point or to yeah. make your argument? Like, will you go uh, separate and actually <laughs> go to your phone and Google the right answer <laughs> if it supports you so you can show it back oh. to your spouse? Okay. How about that? Oh, boy. We see those kinds of things. No, I, I will admit I've been guilty of that before. Well, we both have. We yeah. both have. And that's why this is when we recognize it, we're like, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and and so let's kind of surmise why this is so dangerous, yeah. okay? And again, this is why we're Christian, because all of a sudden it was made clear and, and refined in a way that we could understand through Scripture. Yeah. In Romans 3, 9 through 12, and I, I want to read this in a way that we understand why we're always going to be screwed up here, okay? <laughs> it says, well then, we should conclude that we Jews are better than others. No, <laughs> not at all. For we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are under the power of sin. As the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. All have become useless. No one does good. Not a single one. Yeah. Man, that's kind of humbling. Mm -hmm. Like, get off yeah. your high horse. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. The Old Testament thinking will only lead you to frustration and failure. It's for this reason, hon, that Christ came to show us a better way. And so we really want to spend the rest of our time today talking about that better way. And so we're not here to be negative Nelly. We're here to, to try to help you see and kind of open your eyes to what it is that maybe you're doing that's causing that frustration and that feeling of, hey, they're not meeting my needs or expectations. So let's hun, talk about that New Testament, that new way of thinking about our marriage and really any other relationship. It could be a boss. It could be a kid. It could be a friend. 
You know, are we holding them hostage in the old way of thinking? Yeah. So, so to keep on running through some of Romans, and, and I talk about Romans here and the idea that it's worth exploring for your marriage sake because it kind of brings to light what we do struggle with as humans. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the second part of this in Romans 3, 21 through 24 kind of sets the stage with how we have to start uh, a different mindset yep. in the marriage. Okay. And that just says, but now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law mm-hmm. as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes no matter who we are. So back up. We're not going to be able to carry the law out perfectly. Right. But we're made right through our faith through Christ. In other words, believing that what Christ did is going to cover us and allow us to stay in the game, not be stuck in our bondage. Exactly. Our bondage from paying the price for constantly screwing up. Yep. Okay. And I didn't get this because honestly, growing up, I really felt like I was climbing this ladder toward heaven and I would climb, 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 and then I'd mess up and I'd slide back down. And I climb, climb, climb some more. And that is the exhausting way of living that's never going to be fulfilling because you're never going to get there on your own. That ladder, if you looked at the end of the ladder, doesn't reach to heaven. Like there's yeah. a gap there. And that gap is only filled, is only filled by Jesus Christ. Yeah. So finally, the word for that is grace, yeah. right? Being covered by God's grace. And yeah. so that's that in verse 24 of that section, just talking about yet in God's grace. Yeah. Okay. So grace is like, I, I explained to our couples, forgiveness is good. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is really good, right? We want to forgive because that takes away my reason to avenge, mm-hmm. uh, to seek revenge, to get rid of my hostility towards the other person. So forgiveness is good. But grace says, come back out on the field and keep on playing. Yep. You're not going to be held in bondage right. from that. And right. so grace keeps us playing. Forgiveness allows our brain to be free of of just the carrying the weight. Mm-hmm. But now I not only I don't want you to carry the weight, I want you to get back out and start playing again. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, Romans 3, 23, for everyone has sinned and falls short of the glory of God. And then 24 says, yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. And so that's, that's the point. Everyone falls short. You can't beat someone else up. You can't really beat yourself up because we're all in this boat together. And so grace is where it's found. And this is, so um, think about this, how we as people walk through and measure ourselves constantly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I screw up, I'm like, well, at least I'm not as bad as that guy yeah. or at least, you know, and we start to compare each other. So, um, if I mess up around the house, I'm like, well, you know, I messed up, but guess what you did the other day? Yeah, exactly. Okay? And so that Tip for is, tat. that's right. That's our human <clears throat> nature. I think it's kind of interesting in the, the, the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector mm. uh, and Luke. Just listen to how, this is how our self-righteousness prayer goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is so cool. Please <laughs> listen to this because I got my name in here somewhere yeah. and I'm trying to work to get it out. Okay, yeah. It says, then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Mm. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. Now you got to listen to this. Okay. This is his prayer. This isn't anybody out there. I thank you, God, that I am not like other people. 
cheaters and sinners and adulterers. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. <laughs> I fast twice a week and I give you a tenth of my income. Wow. That's a man living under the law. That's right. That's yeah. a, I'm, I, I'm, I might not be perfect, but I'm yeah. not as bad as so-and-so. Exactly. Boy, how about that in our marriage? Exactly. I know I'm not perfect, but I'm not as bad as you, honey. Right. But the tax collector in verse 13 stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed instead. He beat his chest in sorrow saying, Oh God, be merciful to me for I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified, there's my word, there it is. before God, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Man. It's about okay. humility. It is. It's about humility. So let's let's roll this into yeah. our marriage. Let's talk about the real nuts and bolts of what this looks like so that we can understand why um, this New Testament thought process in our mind is so much better for our marriage. Hey, as we talk about some of these practical steps, hon, I would hope that you, if you're listening, you get a piece of paper out and you're making a notes for yourself. Not that you're going to share this message for your spouse needs to hear it, yeah. but it's for you because <laughs> coming the point up of, from work today and this is queued up on the exactly radio. because go. the point is, and you know, one of the verses in the Bible talks about mm. um, your plank in your own eye before mm. you notice the speck in your spouse's eye. So this is for you. We're talking about ourselves first and what we can do to change and improve our marriage. All right. So there's some get ready, get your fork out, get your plate. You're going to eat some humble pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so so the first thing, the very first thing that we want you to do in your marriage is to put yourself in your proper place, mm -hmm. okay? You are not perfect. You just like, hon, you just said, get rid of the plank before yeah. you look at the speck, okay? You're not perfect. You're filled with insecurities and weaknesses. Yeah, you have strengths, okay? Um, but you are not perfect. So put yourself in your own humble, proper place. And I ask both of you to do that. This is a good time where both of you do listen to this show because mm -hmm. if one does it and the other one doesn't, it becomes exhausting. Yeah, okay? yeah, it does. It does. Recognize and admit your own areas of weaknesses and securities. You know, get to work on yourself. What can you do to be a better follower of Jesus Christ in your marriage? You know, not worry about what your spouse is doing or not during, doing. Okay, the, another thing hun, I think is really cool is us understanding um, that we, the cool thing about the message of Christ is that he did not come to be served, mm -hmm. but he came to serve. Yeah, yeah. And when you are in this marriage, instead of thinking how you keep coming up short with getting what you want mm -hmm. and how the other person is doing you wrong, we're not called to operate in our marriage that way. Mm -hmm. We are called to say, what do I need to do for you, babe? Yeah. Well, how can I serve you? What? How can I help? Yeah. And both of us doing that. Right. And not not the way you feel. Like, perfect example, hon, is that um, when I would go to the grocery, I did the grocery shopping, and you would say, hey, can you buy some Diet Coke? We're at Diet Coke. And I would go to the store. Well, Diet Coke wasn't on sale. I would sale. never say Diet Coke. Well, <laughs> I want Diet Pepsi, and you would always buy that Diet oh, Coke. Oh, is that? That's, that's the way the story went. Yeah. And so, you know, you wanted Diet Pepsi, but Diet Coke was on sale. And so I would buy Diet Coke because that's what's on sale, even though I knew you preferred Diet Pepsi. And so that's that rule of, well, it's a dollar cheaper yep. to buy this, but man, why don't I serve and encourage you the way you want? Not the way I think is best, yeah. but the way you like it. Even if it costs me a dollar more, man, it just shows, because here's the deal. We would argue about Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi because, and, and why? Because I was so obstinate about my preference 
mm-hmm. or saving a dollar versus serving you. Yeah, and, and I'm just as guilty. I mean, I would tease you about you love your iced tea, and I would go and get a, uh, I, I don't know if I should say it, but I'd get you some regular iced tea, <laughs> yeah. and you would look at it and go, it's not Dunkin', <laughs> because you love your Dunkin' iced tea. And, yeah. and, uh, and I was like trying to argue, like, oh, come on, are you serious? Yeah. It's tea. I, I did a favor for you. And it's like, no, yeah. I, I did that out of just trying to get my own pat on the back. Right. I did not do that in a way to serve you. But in, on my end... I can't look at you and crucify you because Duncan wasn't around you and McDonald's was. I, yeah. I, man, on both ends. So yeah. from my end, it's like, come on, appreciate the fact what he did. You know, maybe it's the only thing in game in town. It wasn't that you you chose that over that. And so I appreciate what you did do, not what you didn't do. But yeah, and that's and, and it's awesome. But when you know what really motivates and inspires and encourages your spouse, <laughs> don't shortcut it. Yeah, I mean, I'm embarrassed though that Duncan motivates me. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're trying to get a sponsorship, especially from Duncan, in the morning. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I I think those are huge things. How about this one here? How about the the whole idea of forgiveness is great. But grace is even better. Yeah. That whole idea, we do want it. We have to forgive. Otherwise, yeah. we're stuck. We're, we're stuck in a, a tension of anger and frustration. Yeah. I think this is an important place, hon, to kind of talk a little bit about the whole tension that there is between yeah. grace and truth. We are not minimizing um, the need for rules and, and minimizing the desire to do the right thing. We want couples to do the right thing. We think that that's important to have guardrails up in your marriage to guide you on a good path into righteousness, but that can't be the end of the game. That can't be the reason why you do it. And so there's this tension between grace and truth. And the reality is, is that Jesus Christ was able to do both hundred mm. percent. We are not Jesus. We are not God. And so there's always going to be this difficulty for us to balance the two. And sometimes that's why, hun, love looks tough. That yeah. tough love. And so that's where you have to have natural consequences for people's actions. I, I'm working with one wife whose husband is in prison for uh, many, many DUIs. And the reality is there's consequences for his actions. Mm-hmm. But there's still that opportunity to love her husband, but not let him off the hook for the, the responsibilities of what he's done. And so there is this tension. And that tension between grace and truth we've talked about it before, is love. Loving our spouse, loving our kids, even when they fall short, even when they mess up. And that's where we've got to really be careful. I I think that's, it's huge, hon. The idea that uh, love is the glue, right? Love, love is sacrificial. Mm -hmm. As you said, it's not always easy. And I, and let's be clear too, uh, when we make mistakes in our marriage or in life in general, we have to make it right. So there is, uh, that's why the law is there. We have to say, you know, I I own that and I want to pay that back, okay? Uh, Because that's how we keep the trust. That when I see your heart like, wow, this bothers you enough that you do want to make it right and restore that, okay? Grace is what gives, the other person gives you to allow you the opportunity to do it, okay? And if you don't extend the grace and the guy finally says, well, there's no sense in me even trying to restore Mm -hmm. this, okay? And that's when we quit. That's when the marriage falls apart. Part, yeah. Okay. When you think of 50-50, hun, versus 100-100, 
Um, I look at 100%, 100% is unconditional. Yeah. Unconditional love, unconditional respect. Doesn't mean there's not natural consequences for actions, but 100%, and it's so hard, we're not going to make it all the time 100%, but that's our goal. That's our goal is 100% of unconditional love, unconditional respect mm-hmm. for one another. Yeah. So uh, another way of looking at this is always understanding that, okay, you got married, so priority in terms of how we make decisions. Mm-hmm. Marriage is first. How, what I do, like my actions, I'm getting ready to do. Before I say, well, I want to go do this and this and this and this today, mm-hmm. I need to run it through my filter of, well, what what does the marriage, what does the right. family need the today? Yeah. yeah. And so um, once I make sure that the, my marriage part is covered, then I start saying, okay, what what mm-hmm. what do I want to do for me? So yeah. set the the self is second to the marriage, and yeah. that is hard, especially with our younger couples, because if they had a few years mm-hmm. of being single and free, yeah. and then they get married, and then the 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 weekends of softball mm-hmm. tournaments and all these things, and they're going out on Video trips gaming. with my friends. Mm-hmm. These these are the things that you go, oh wow, mm-hmm. and and nobody ever said never to those right. things. What they For said nothing, is yeah. priority. Right, okay. right, yeah. And showing your spouse that you are the priority, they are the priority. And, um, you know, our second show of Rock Solid Families, we said the secret to a healthy relationship is asking the question, how can I help serving one another? Yeah. And so if, if we show that, hey, you are a priority in my life, then it really does go far. Okay, and so as we're starting to kind of wind things down, we're just talking about that whole understanding of what Christ did for us. You know, Christ is often considered to be the groom and the, the church is the bride and the idea of uh, those two working in harmony for each other. What Christ did was sacrificial. What the church does right. is, is very much in service and, by the and way, worship back if, to if Christ. There's uh, out there people listening. The church is us. Yeah. <laughs> we are the bride of Christ. And so we make up the collective body of Christ, the church. But when it comes down to it, you and I are the bride of Christ. Yes, and, and working to keep that in harmony with how Christ would want us to operate. Yeah. So a couple of things as we kind of narrow things down. Be mindful of your counting of rights and wrongs and mm-hmm. holding each other kind of hostage and what's fair and what's equal. Yeah. Be mindful of that. Start to, just from our talk today, just think, wow, man, how often am I getting trapped in that, okay? Yeah. Um, you said this before, hon operate from how can I serve you today? Think about being a servant today, okay? Very powerful stuff if I'm going to operate from, okay, what do I need to do? What can I do for you? Right. And and you obviously thinking the same way for me. Yeah. You know, always... Um, be aware of how you're building trust, how you're investing, how you're making deposits in your relationship. Don't keep making withdrawals. You are going to have times where you're going to make withdrawals. There's illnesses and, and crises, but when you can, anytime, make investments to build that trust and forgiveness and grace with each other. Uh, and I think this is critical, especially when we're dealing with people who have already struggled in their marriage. Mm. And frequently that's happened uh, because someone felt like they were not getting treated properly or right, and then they lost trust in that yeah. other person. Like, I don't trust that that person's got my yeah. uh, best interest at heart, okay? Yeah. And so that whole idea of being a trust builder, of like, you know, I'm not, I, I want to be very aware. Like you said, I am going to mess up, but mm-hmm. I want to be very aware of how important it is to, 
to keep and keep yep. building that trust. My words got to mean something. Right. My actions have to mean something. And I can't quickly dismiss, like when I do screw up, yeah. we, hun, we know one screw up can take mm. years yeah. to rebuild when it comes to trust. But I will tell you, trust is built a lot faster when you own it. Yeah. When you don't argue it, justify it, rationalize it, dismiss it away. When you own it and admit and be remorseful, much more likely to extend grace and to build that trust back up. Yeah, very good. Okay, so we are going to wrap up with our challenge. Hopefully, uh, a lot of this stuff, hopefully if it clicked, which it did to me as I went through it, okay? <laughs> and so that just means I got to be a little bit more aware of, of how I'm treating you, hon, and how I think about our marriage. But for our challenge for this week, you remember the, uh, I don't even know, it probably somewhere it became a hallmark card day or something, but, but random acts of kindness day. Yeah. <clears throat> Our challenge this week is to say, you know what? I'm going to put away all of my tentious thinking, my, my just record keeping, record keeping, and I'm going to actively do something, <clears throat> excuse me, that's awesome for you mm -hmm. today. Yeah. I'm going to do a random act of kindness. And honestly, you. you can't brag about it. You can't like boast yourself and pat yourself on the Guess back. Guess what like, I'm going to do yes, for you exactly. today, huh? You just do it. You just do it, and then you do it again, and you do it again. Not out of expectation of something back. As a matter of fact, you don't want anything back. You right. just want to do not, this. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to buy. Right. Or one up. Yeah. one up. One yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for so, sure. We are just going to think about how we can serve and do something better uh, that shows that, that we really have our spouse <clears throat> up as a priority in our life. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So again, quick reminder of, you know, let's drop those, those rights and wrongs and let's talk about being a servant and let's always keep trust as a, a major uh, of, of building a factor that I want to be aware of and always forgive. Always show grace. Yeah, 100%, 100%. As we close, we want to thank again our sponsors for today's show. A huge thank you to Maxwell Construction and Mansfield Insurance Agency. Please let them know how much you appreciate this programming and the difference it's making in your life. Hun, this was an important show, not just for marriage, but for all relationships. So we hope you'll share it with your family and friends. Hun, you want to sign us out? Yep, sure will. So thanks again for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Rock Solid Radio. For help or more information about what you've heard on today's show, contact us at rocksolidfamilies.org or call us at 812-576-ROCK. That's 812-576-ROCK. Again, a huge thanks to our sponsors, Maxwell Construction and Mansfield Insurance Agency. If you have questions you'd like answered on our show or you want to chime in on something you heard, go to our Facebook page, Rock Solid Families. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Rock Solid Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, and for my husband Merle and I, thanks for tuning in to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community one family at a time.